This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. It's Thursday, May 5th. I'm Claudia Sarek. This week, we talk about some of the latest price increases we've seen in the restaurant industry and what independent restaurants should think about when it comes to raising prices. For more, we go to Back of House editor Matt Lynch. Welcome back, Matt. Thanks, Claudia. Great to be back. Yes. So I know we've been talking a lot about inflation recently. And for many restaurant operators, inflation leads to an increase in menu prices. So I'm wondering what you've seen recently in terms of how restaurants are responding to this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this has been kind of an ongoing conversation in the industry for a while now between all the pandemic issues, labor, inflation, supply chain issues. Mm -hmm. We've kind of been having this conversation for a couple of years now about how, how, how to raise menu prices and how much and like, you know, when it's pushing it too far. Uh, A a couple of interesting data points that have come in McDonald's, uh, obviously a major player in the QSR space, uh, increased their prices 8% in Q1 of this year, which comes on the heels of a 6% price increase overall in 2021. And then uh, Chipotle also, we've seen a 33% sales bump there, uh, despite the fact that they've increased their prices 4%. Uh, Basically, what we're seeing so far is that uh, customers are continuing to die out, especially in the QSR space, uh, even in the face of increased costs. Wow, that's a lot. So is there any concern that eventually, at some point, these price hikes are going to reach a tipping point and diners are going to start cutting back? It's definitely a valid concern. Uh, Survey data from Primerica last week actually showed 57% of middle-income households uh, reportedly plan to tighten their dining out budgets because of inflation specifically. Now, that said, uh, we had our colleague Tyler on the podcast last week discussing that obviously prices are up everywhere and grocery prices in particular are actually increasing at an even faster clip than dining out. So, I mean, obviously people need to eat somewhere. So it'll be interesting to see how this actually shakes out. And if these people who say they're planning on, you know, being more mindful of their dining out budgets actually end up cutting back there when it actually comes time to do so. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for operators considering a price increase? Yeah. Uh, so our colleague Grace uh, Dickinson actually covered some of what uh, I'm going to discuss on a previous edition of the podcast, but this is all a really good reminder. And, uh, you know, everything we're seeing, this uh, inflation doesn't look to subside anytime soon. So th- these are going to be some things operators probably want to keep in mind, I would say, over the next year at minimum. Uh, first and foremost, just keep a close eye on your food costs right now. Uh, if you're not using uh, inventory, inventory management software as part of a way to track that. That's a really good investment. Uh, also, if you're going to increase prices, be thoughtful about it. You don't necessarily need to just come in and do a sweeping price hike across the board. Uh, you can be a little bit more surgical than that. Uh, know you know the cost, the popularity of your different menu items, where you stand to gain the most benefit from an increase, where you might have wiggle room. Uh, Another option that's a little bit simpler that some restaurants are opting for is just a simple flat surcharge on bills. Uh, You can apply that to a specific item to account for a spike in a certain agreement or or just to the bill holistically. Uh, More and more diners have seen that over the course of the pandemic for various causes, whether it's, hey, we're 
trying to pay workers more, et cetera, and have generally been, you know, understanding on that front. Uh, and what, one final point I would raise is to look at your portion sizes. Obviously, you don't want to compromise quality on key items, but there might be places where, you know, uh, something you're serving in a dish is often not being fully consumed, where you might be able to cut back uh, on your food costs and uh, control things from that angle. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, thanks so much, Claudia. Good to be here. Did you know that Yelp is about more than just restaurant reviews? Yelp Guest Manager can help you with your reservations, waitlist management, front of house operations, and more. Visit backofhouse.io today to schedule your demo and receive a $100 gift card. In other news, speaking of surcharges and price hikes, here's another example. Chicken prices have climbed nearly 70% this year over last. That's a sharp enough spike that Noodles & Company is tacking on a $1 surcharge to all of its chicken dishes. Given that more than half of its customers add chicken to their orders, the restaurant says it spends more on poultry than any other food item. With chicken prices expected to climb even more this year, operators can expect to lay out more dough for poultry. Another price hike to keep an eye on is palm oil. Indonesia, which annually produces 75 million metric tons of palm oil, has banned edible oil exports to keep costs low and supplies high at home. That's a scary prospect for American restaurants that use palm and other edible oils from Indonesia. On the plus side, analysts expect the ban to be short-lived. Indonesia uses only about a third of the oil it produces, so the country should be awash in cooking oil soon enough and once again looking to export the rest. A recent survey from Alignable Research Center reported that one-third of restaurants were unable to pay their April rent, a sharp uptick from March. This development comes as the fate of the latest push to provide more federal restaurant relief awaits its fate in the Senate and suggests that the cumulative toll of lost traffic due to the pandemic and increased costs may be catching up with operators. A California chef is taking a stand against diners who log on to Yelp only to complain. Michael Jones said that he will, quote, blacklist, end quote, prospective diners if he sees too many red flags, like copious bad reviews, for example, or evidence of bad treatment of employees. He has even decided if a diner won't be a good fit and has canceled their reservation. Sometimes we just knew there was no way, he told Bon Appetit. They were clearly not suitable for coming to our place. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye.